Happy Tuesday to you, very happy Tuesday to you, and welcome back to Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. I am your host, Dr. Simone, and it is great to be back on your radio for another episode of Untapped Potential. This is the place that we get together each and every Tuesday to get powered up for the week ahead and to focus on those live goals that we should be all working on. So again, it is great to be back here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. As always, uh, today we have a great program for you. Last week I mentioned that we will be bringing you um, the program that I did on beginning a child protection, um, <clears throat> a child protection a support system in Dominica, Child Protection Society. So today I want to bring you that interview that I did via Facebook Live on the topic. And then, of course, stay tuned for after the interview for our tip of the week. And today we will be talking about how do we continue to work on those goals that we have set for ourselves. As you know, we're already in July, so we're halfway through the year uh, with the major part of the year already behind us. So how do we stay motivated? How do we stay motivated to ensure that we continue to work on those goals? So that will be right after our interview for today. <clears throat> Excuse me. So stay tuned for that. And as always, as we get started with the program, we want to start with a um, uh, inspirational song, a power up song. So I thought we could enjoy this number from Blacks. If you are a fan of soca music, you will know that Blacks unfortunately passed away earlier this week, but he brought us many, many great songs. So today I want to play one of my favorites from Blacks, a song entitled Hulk, because as the year continues to, to progress, I think at this point in the year, we kind of start getting a little bit sluggish. It's the summertime, it's hot, and many times it may be difficult to stay motivated on those goals during the summertime, and especially if we have not made the progress that we were hoping to by this time of the year. So I want to encourage you, I want to encourage you to stay motivated and to stay uh, focused on this goal. So let's enjoy this number from Blacks, a song entitled Hulk, as we go straight into our interview for today. So
make you stronger So my problems is like steroids, boy I get my doses from all kinds of sources And all know them still can kill me now You see as them sink me on the high so Ride all the storm, them just like a boat So as the box me down so I get up They have to wonder how others get up And every crack I see, I just see through And by the help of God, I just get through I just want Things does come before blessings, but we have to be patient, yeah. Weeping and mourning in the night, but join in the morning. But we just have to endure. You see, God, the way no night go, so you don't really need to lie down. Them say what was around comes right back around. I go wait until my time comes. So from sun up straight to sunset, you could catch I bust in a sweat. Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, 
integrity and service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Nation, come on in, check in, post a message. Let us know that you are here. If this is your first time joining us, I am Simone Matthew, and here at Push Past 10, we are all about advancing Dominica and the rest of the Caribbean. So today is day number 23. So if you're counting, today is day number 23 of the day Kanisha Etienne was kidnapped in Dominica by someone who was clearly mentally challenged and she has not been seen in the last 23 days. So we continue to pray for miracles. As you know, um, the young man was apprehended and unfortunately was shot and succumbed to his injuries. But as of today, June 30th, we have not located Kanisha. So we continue to pray for a miracle. We continue to pray for her safe return. And I see a number of people already on the live. So we say good evening to Anne-Marie. Um, good evening, Marcin Edwards. Greetings, everyone. Glad to be connected early. New Jersey locked in. And of course, she is saluting Kanisha Brown. So we are here today because... If you follow me, you know, recently on my Q95 program, Roots Connections on Q, we had a program that talked about how we were safeguarding the future of Dominica, our most precious resources, which of course is our children. And we started the program with a simple question, where do we go from here? So I think it is so important that we continue to have the great conversations that we have been having. You know, we have folks who are dissecting the interviews that we hear on the radio, Dr. Triffy in particular. You know, we have a lot of people continue to talk on the topic to keep it alive. But you know what my concern is? My concern is when the conversations end, where do we go from here? Because inevitably that is what happens. We have um, incidents like this happen. We are passionate for about a month. And as you can see, we are quickly coming up on a month. Today's already day 23. But what happens after the conversation starts to die down? Do we simply go back to our life? Or do we use this opportunity as an opportunity to honor Kanisha and to see what actions we can take. So that is what we're here to talk about um, tonight on this Facebook Live program. We're here to talk about where do we go from here. And before we do, I have to say thank you to our sponsor, uh, Badui Financial Services, as well as TDN Radio for allowing us the opportunity to come live on this program. So again, as you come on in, don't forget to share the live. Let everyone know that we are here for this very important uh, conversation. So today we are here to talk about channeling our energy, taking all the anger, all the frustration, all the missed opportunities that we saw in terms of how the investigation has gone so far in terms of how the investigation is going, or maybe even the lack of an investigation, which I am sure a lot of people might be thinking of. And what do we do with that? How can we channel that energy 
into something positive. And what came to mind is a Ch Dominica Child Protective Society. So we have to create a movement out of this. We have to create a movement that will last beyond the conversations, beyond the theories, beyond the conspiracy theories that we are all talking about. So again, uh, Dominica Child Protection Society is a movement that we are starting. And today I am here to invite you to be a part of this movement because think about it. We have so many resourceful people who want to be a part of a movement such as this. And speaking of, I just saw Pyro Davidson um, log on to the live. As you know, he's a member of um, Munsewe. So these are some of the people I am looking to reach out to um, this evening. And then he says, is there a Dominica Child Protection Society? So Pyro, welcome to the Dominica Child Protection Society because that is what we are here to launch today. We are here to talk about doing more than the conversations that we're having, channeling that energy. And I have to tell you, there are a lot of people who are interested in being a part of this movement. So, for example, you know, last night I reached out to Alvin Thomas and I reached out to Omar Monell, who are both passionate about anything Dominican and in quick time. I invited them to a meeting today and we were able to get together um, today to have a meeting to talk about what would a particular society, a particular movement such as this um, look like. So I know there are a lot of us who are interested in a movement such as this. And for example, today I reached out to Dr. Triffy. I reached out to Delia Weeks. And in quick time, they both agreed to be a part of the movement. And as I'm here with you, let me just go ahead and share the Facebook Live so that others will know that we are here and they will be able to join us. So what are your thoughts? What do you think should be included in a movement such as this? So I think the first thing we have to look at are the lessons learned. What did we learn from what has now happened to Kanisha. What do, did we learn and how can we take what we have learned to, be, to build an organization that can help us to move this conversation forward? I see um, uh, Cheryl Dangleben just joined in and she says, hi, Simone, I am watching and listening. So as you come in, don't forget to share the live as I'm doing right now. So forgive me if my eyes are down for just a minute. I am simply sharing the live to let everyone know that we are here and we're looking forward to having them as part of this discussion. And I think a good place to start is a simple acronym. So what I came up with is the acronym of CPR. Very easy to remember, right? CPR, because that is what we need. We need resuscitation. We need resuscitation of our values. We need resuscitation of the days where we looked out for each other. Uh, we were our brother's keeper. We uh, ensured that our children were protected. The days when my mother tells me that she was simple, her mom was simply able to go about her business and leave them in the house and simply ask a neighbor 
to look at them knowing that they would be safe and protected. So we need a resuscitation of who we are as Dominicans. And the other reason the name CPR came to mind is because it literally stands for um, C as in to care for those who have been impacted by the scourge, which is upon our nation right now, right? So counseling, counseling resources. And already Dr. Trifi has told us that she has access to maybe potentially some interns who may be able to assist in that area. So the first is counseling, because we know that a number of our children, Kanisha is only the tip of the iceberg. I hate to say it, guys. I hate to say it to you, my nation, but Kanisha is only the tip of the iceberg. There are a lot more Kanishas who are in dire and desperate conditions in Dominica who are not getting the care that they need. So again, the CPR we're talking about is C for counseling, for those who have already been impacted, right? P for protection. And I think that is where the majority of our effort needs to be. How do we protect our children? What are the reporting systems? And as you will notice in this um, Facebook Live, I will not spend a lot of time talking about, you know, the welfare division or the court system, because as we know, welfare um, does not have the resources it needs, and the court system keeps failing us. As a matter of fact, do you know that there is a family court system in Dominica? This is what I am coming to understand, that there is actually a family court system in Dominica, but if you ask most Dominicans, they've never heard of it. So why is it such a secret? Why is it not more visible, especially in this time where we are seeing such an incredible need for these departments to be speaking up? The welfare department should be on the radio, should be on social media, talking about how um, Kanisha was failed and what are going to be the improved processes in Dominica to provide the, 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 the safety nets for the other conditions in Dominica. The welfare department should be all over the media. The child court system, if one exists, from what I'm understanding, it does, should also be in the media, should also be on uh, social media, on television, on the radio as well talking about the improvements. Because can you imagine, think of this for yourself, if you live in the US and a case like this happens, what is the first thing you see happening? The child care services is in the media. The head of the department is in the media talking about what failed, what did not work well, and what is going to improve. We have heard no such information from any of the entities in Dominica, right? So that is why when I say protection, 
my hope is not on the systems in Dominica because the systems are broken. The systems are broken and we've been calling on, uh, you know, the powers that be for many years to make the needed changes in order to fix the systems in Dominica and it doesn't happen. So we as a community, we as a nation have to take up the call and do whatever we can to protect our, our, our young people. So again, the C that we talked about was counseling. And of course, via Zoom, via the internet, via technology, we will be able to reach these this young people. We will be able to reach those who have been affected by abuse, and we will be able to provide the counseling services that they need. The P for protection, and protection in my mind also has to include education. Because when I listen to the radio, and in 2022, I am still hearing folks calling the radio and talking about, well, you know, the women need to take care of their husbands better. The women need to give in to their husbands more to prevent child abuse. I'm thinking to myself, we so need to be educated on child abuse. A man can be as satisfied as he wants everything that he needs at home. And if he's a pedophile, he's still going to go out there and abuse our children. So one does not necessarily relate to the other. And then I hear somebody else call and say, oh, look at how the young girls are dressing. Right? So now we are blaming the victim. And I'm telling you, these are calls I actually heard on the radio. I'm not making this up. Look at how the young girls are dressing. So they are attracting that kind of unwanted attention. So part of protection has to be an educational drive. And I look around and I see that the intentions are good. I see that there's a walk with um, the girl guys. I see the women of workers, wow, are doing a walk. And with all the conversations and all the walks, the one thing that keeps popping into my mind is where is the action? So talking alone is not going to be enough. Talking alone is not going to be enough. We need to now take some actionable steps for once and for all to be able to address this, right? So again, we are here to talk about what are the actionable steps that we can take to ensure that we are protecting our children. And the R, CPR, is reporting because despite the system being broken, despite the lack of resources, we have to be able to document the reported cases of child abuse in Dominica. And many times when I do these programs, people say to me, well, are you speaking of, of child abuse in general or child sexual abuse? And I think my focus has to be child sexual abuse because that is the greatest atrocity that can be inflicted on a young child. And keep in mind, we're not just talking about little girls. We're talking about little girls and little boys. Because many times the focus is on girls, but what we fail to realize are that boys are victims too. 
Okay, so just to recap, again, we are here to talk about the Dominica Child Protection Society, which is going to be a movement of people in Dominica, as well as people overseas in the diaspora, who like Alvin Thomas, like Omar Monell, like Dr. Trefi, Dr. Margaret Wallace, Mrs. Delia Coffee-Weeks, who quickly jumped in when I reached out to them and said, well, can we take some action besides just simply talking about the issues? And keep in mind, I am not downplaying the importance of talking about the issue. I am simply saying that talking about the issue is not going to solve the problem. So again, we are looking at uh, counseling. We are looking at how do we protect our children? And we're looking at how do we keep reporting on these cases of child abuse in Dominica. So we're taking a CPR approach to this um, atrocity that we are experiencing in Dominica. And I see my sister is on here, Sabria Senhouse, and she says, yes, the family court has been in existence for a while. How many of us knew this? I guess one only knows if they have a reason to go before that court um, agreed, there should definitely be more education about the existing systems that there are families in need. And she also says boys are victims too, and women are perpetrators as well. These cases don't seem to be reported. So how do we identify? I think one of the key things we need to start talking about is early intervention. Early intervention. How do we recognize the Kanisha Etienne's of Dominica early? What signs should we be looking at? And here's a question for you. Uh, does every school in Dominica have a counselor? I know the convent high school has a counselor. Uh, her name is Sister Webb. I actually met her because I made a donation to the Girl Guides organization. But does every school in Dominica have a counselor? And what is the role of that counselor at the school? Because I think we can all agree that the critical role of that counselor or if there is one counselor which probably serves dif different districts in Dominica, one of the role of that counselor should be early intervention, early identification. How do you, because now we're hearing everything that we did not know about Kanisha, that she lived in a house where was it no electricity? I think that is what I heard. There was no electricity. The family had reached out to child um, welfare on a number of occasions and nothing came of it. So how do we as a society identify? Do we go through the teachers? Do we ask the teachers, like in the U.S., do we ask the teachers to look for signs of abuse? Because you have a child coming to school every day. After a couple of months, you know the temperament of that child, right? You know that child, if that child is, is uh, uh, jovial, if that child is quiet, now is that child acting out? Is that one once quiet child now acting out? Is that jovial child now recoiled? 
and appearing timid and distant. So our first line of defense to be the school. It has to be our teachers and it also has to be the counselors who are trained to identify the cases of child abuse in Dominica, right? So again, CPR, um, protection, and of course, reporting. Now, how do we plan on getting this done? Well, it takes all of us, doesn't it? It takes all of us. Yes, Pyro, you're right, even neighbors. We have to engage our neighbors. Alexander, good to see you. Say good night to all. Yes, our neighbors. So we have to go back to the village mentality where we all looked out for each other. So again, how do we plan on achieving this? All of us, all hands on deck, all hands on deck. Let's continue the conversations, but all of us have to be a part of the solution. So for example, here's what I'm thinking, because it's going to take those who are on the ground as well as those of us who are overseas in the diaspora. So for those of us who are on the ground, I am especially going to be focusing on the Girl Guides organization. Because from what I hear, the Boy Scouts are not really active. And that is truly unfortunate. The Boy Scouts in Dominica are not truly active at this point. So I think our best option at this point is to work with the Girl Guides. I happen to know the, the leader of the troop down there, Miss Abigail Christmas, and now I've just met the commissioner of the Girl Guides in Dominica, Sister Valencia Weber. So the idea is to work with the Girl Guides. They're already doing the work on child abuse. So as you can see, we're pulling the resources together. How do we pull the resources together? That is the question in my mind. So many people out there doing such important work doing su such work with integrity because they truly care. But if we're all doing things separately, we're less efficient than if we, we do things together. I think we can all agree on that, right? I know a lot of us have a lot of differences, but there's certain things that we can all agree on. And I think one of them is that if we pull our resources together, we are so much more formidable than if we continue to work in silos. So my main focus is going to be to work with the Girl Guides of Dominica. And if you know of any other youth organizations who should be a part of this conversation, let me know. Post a comment on the Facebook Live, post a comment on the YouTube um, channel, send me an email, pushpastena gmail.com. Any other organizations, any other uh, persons, groups, that should be a part of this movement. So with regards to educating, the girl guys, I am hoping, will be on the forefront in terms of being able to go into the schools and educate our children. What is good touching? What is bad touching? Who can I talk to? When I have a problem, I recently had um, somebody who was honest enough and was able to give us a testimony. She wrote a book on the topic. Maybe other people can provide testimonies of their own experiences. What did they went through? How it impacted their life? 
and why it is so important that we continue while we're starting the work, but we start the work and we continue the work. So I'm hoping that the Girl Guides organization will be the, the organization that we mainly liaise with in Dominica. But I'm also hoping that groups like um, WOW, Women of Workers, will be interested in joining us. And for those of us who don't think we have anything to offer in this space, simply sharing the information. And so many in our nation continue to share our Facebook lives, and I just want to say thank you for doing so. But simply sharing the information is doing your part. Because I think we are all just tired and frustrated in the same conversations over and over again. And then the same issues continue to arise, right? So how do we move past the conversations? Another thing that came to mind when we had our meeting today with um, Alvin Thomas and Omar was maybe some um, folks can figure out a way to provide refurbished um, tablets. Maybe you or someone you know works with an organization that builds computers, that sells refurbished computers, because, and, and that is why it is so important that we exchange ideas. Because here I was thinking, yeah, you know, we can have counseling services and we will be able to do it via Zoom and via technology. But what was I not considering? I wasn't considering the fact that some of the kids have no tablets. So how are they going to get the counseling that they so need if they don't have access to the technology? And Alvin uh, chimed in that, well, you know, maybe we can get someone who knows someone who can provide refurbished computers, refurbished tablets to ensure that those who need access have it. Maybe eventually we can have a crisis center. And one of the things I am finding as I continue to have these conversations is that it seems like having external options outside of Dominica is so very important. Because unfortunately, we can't seem to trust each other. The fear is always, if I speak to someone in Dominica, my business will get exposed. And that is sad. That is sad. That if you have a mental health challenge and you're out there trying to, even considering seeking help, you have to be concerned with the stigma. You have to be concerned with your business being put out in the streets. You have to be concerned with people finding out. And that shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't be the case. Someone seeking help for mental health challenges should be applauded. Because they're doing the right thing. The same way someone who's seeking help for cancer is doing the right thing. And speaking of cancer, you know, I just want to say um, condolences to um, the family and friends of um, Lisa Bella. Such a ball of energy. A young lady who uh, passed away from cancer. Um, recently, and she was very, and it's so unfortunate that she lost her life. She lost the battle to cancer. So I want to say um, condolences to her family and friends. I'm Lisa Bellet. You will certainly be missed, and we thank you for being such a positive light in this dark world. So let's see what everyone's saying on the Facebook Live. So Annette, 
is watching from NYC Anne-Marie. There's absolutely no excuse in the world to kidnap or abuse any child. Just discussing. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for being here. Uh, Laura Daniel, Boston listening. Good evening to all. Thank you for being here, Laura Pyro. We should each count ourselves. So, Pyro, I'm hoping that you and Moon Serie will be a part of this movement. Alexander, uh, Dominicans learning from all the educational programs. After these programs, no one have conversations about the things that are disseminated to create such change. Alexander, I could not agree with you more, but education has to be a part of the equation because there is so much victim blaming. They look at how the kids are dressing. I heard on another radio show, this young man talking about how the 13 year olds look so good. And I'm thinking to myself, you're on a radio show talking about 13 year olds look so good. What is wrong with that picture? So education has to be a part of the equation because what you will find the only way that you can change the mentality of people is to constantly have that education available constantly raise the awareness constantly provide information provided a leaflets to educate the, the public so it is a great part of any movement such as this. Alison Alexander, wonderful to see you, my friend. It's been a while. Yes, you were a guest on one of our programs, so great to see you. Alison says, as a society, we have never been kind to people who live with mental illness. So sad. And Alison, you are so right. And you know, I was kind of debating. Given the situation that occurred with Kanisha, I was toggling between if we should focus on a movement for the, the mental health of Dominica or child abuse. Because what I want to do, I want to be able to zone in and I want to be able to focus on one thing at a time. And what I encourage others to do is to pursue the mental health aspect. Because there also has to be a movement that is focused on the mental health of Dominicans. So that has to be a movement as well. But in my mind, I thought children are so vulnerable. Children are so innocent. And children so need our protection. So I thought to myself, let me focus on child abuse. Let me focus and see what we can do to once and for all attack child abuse, attack child abuse, put all our energy into child abuse. And I would love if someone else in the media, someone else takes up the mental health challenge because it is just as important. We have mental health, we have elderly abuse, we have child abuse. We have so many causes in Dominica where we can partner with Dominicans on the ground and we can partner with Dominicans living overseas. So if after this program, someone says, hey, I will take up the charge of creating a movement to remove the stigma that surrounds mental health in Dominica. I will applaud you. 
not only will I applaud you, but I will invite you to be a part of the Push Past 10 Nation and help you with the promotions. We get about 13,000 visitors on this Push Past 10 channel every month. So we have quite an audience between the Push Past 10 YouTube and Q95. We have the audience. What we need is the people like Alvin and Omar and Dr. Trifi and Delia who says, me, I will join. I will do the work. That is what we need. We have the access. What we need is the manpower, the woman power, the child power, the youth power to be able to do this. And I am absolutely certain that we will get it done. I'm, I'm sorry, let me get back to the comments. So Alison, as a society, we've never been kind. Yes, I saw this one. Thank you, Alison. Uh, Sabria, yes, I was just going to say confidentially is, confidentiality, sorry, is an issue in Dominica's small society woes. Thank you, Sabria, I so agree. Um, Esther, nice to see you. Some people who have spare used unwanted tablets or laptops could donate them. They need to be cleaned before being donated. Esther, thank you so much. And you know, your comment just reminded me because we always think when we're trying to do good, the financial aspect of it. So you're thinking, well, how, how can I get a tablet into Dominica? And one of the things I did this year that was very successful is many of us who go home, or even those of us who do not go home, we're always sending barrels home. So when I heard that the employees at the Grotto home had not been paid for four months, I thought to myself, well, we're going to be sending barrels home. We're going home for the summer. We're going to be sending barrels home. How much more effort does it take to simply add additional products to donate? You know, and, and I'm a type of, I'm a very simple person. I don't like complications. I don't like anything complicated. So anything that can be streamlined and anything that is, um, you know, simple and easy to facilitate, that's what I'm interested in. So no need to bust your mind and think, oh, now I'm going to have to send a laptop or a tablet via DHL and pay over $100. No. If you're posting a barrel to your family, just put the tablet in there and I can make arrangements to have it given to the girl guides and then they can, they can um, disseminate it based on need in Dominica. So like Jody Dublin likes to say, not only do we have to think outside the box, we just have to pretend like the box never existed in the first place. So, because I think when we start coming up with ideas the first thing that pops into our mind is why it is not possible. Why what we're thinking is impossible. And sometimes people will tell us it's impossible. But I don't think that way. If something comes into my mind, I think it, is, it has been planted there for a reason. I think the creator has put it in my mind for a reason. And I only think of what is possible. Okay, so Esther, thank you for that comment. Pyro, this movement is a movement. I would say that Moon Serio will definitely participate in. Pyro, you warm my heart today. You warm my heart today. So what we're going to do is everyone who's interested, 
We will have a follow-up meeting to talk about details, to talk about what those on the ground can do, to talk about what those overseas can do. So Pyra, I'm very happy to hear that you guys would be interested in joining with us. And we'll do, we will keep um, the public apprised. We will keep the public informed on what we are doing, what we still need, how people can still help with everything that we're doing. So Pyro again, thank you for that. Um, Alexander, low battery, I'll listen later. Okay, so we'll see you later, Alexander. Thank you for being here. Victorious, a movement on the root cause. I like that. What is the root cause of mental health and what is the root cause of child abuse? Mental health, uh, Victorious, you are speaking my language. So we have to look at the root cause of these issues because if we're just looking at the symptoms but we are not looking at the cause, then we are kind of spinning top in mud, right? So unless we look at the cause of the issue, we cannot begin to change the situation in Dominica. So thank you very much for that. Uh, victorious. Sharon Dorival, we must speak up. I sent a stroller once brand new in the box and it walked away in Antigua. Oh, that is so unfortunate. That is so unfortunate. But you know, we must not be discouraged. Just because we've had a bad experience, that doesn't mean that we should shy away from doing good in this world. Right? So again, if you join us late, you are just coming into the Facebook Live. We want to thank everyone um, for sharing the program. We want to thank you for being here. And what we are saying, Victorious says, count me in, please. I'm going to take names. I'm taking names. Let's see. Pyro, Victorious, anyone else is going to join us in this movement and tell us what they can contribute to a movement such as this? So again, if you're just joining us, we are talking about Dominica Child Protection Society. We are launching a new movement, which is going to channel our energy. It's going to channel the anger and the frustration and the sleepless nights that many of us have been having because leader Kanisha Etienne, who was kidnapped by a mentally challenged man, 23 days now, and she has not been found. So what we are realizing is that there is great need to protect our children. And there is great need to go beyond simply talking about the problem. And I want us to keep talking. I want us to keep having these conversations. I want us to keep dissecting the interviews and talking about how the systems on so many levels failed. I mean, were the parents even interrogated when this happened? Yes, the, the, the stepfather, the, the mentally challenged man um, struck him in the head um, and, and kidnapped the child. But once he recovered from the hospital, did he provide a statement? Did he talk about what happened to the police? Or was he only speaking to the media? Right? Was the young man's immediate family interrogated by the police to find out exactly where he may have gone? So I think we, we, there's a lot to talk about. So I don't want to discount 
the fact that these conversations are good. But what I want us to do is take the next step. Take the next step. And the next step has to be action. The next step has to be taking the book. And, you know, I think I have that book somewhere around. Um, if you touch, I will tell by Dr. Shamina. She was on one of my programs recently, and she's a victim of child abuse. She's a victim of child sexual abuse. Taking that book, and if the school cannot afford the book, having the girl guides have a copy of that book and have a reading session in every school in Dominica, have a reading session in every school in Dominica from that book to let children know what is good touching, what is bad touching, that your abuser can be your own father, your abuser can be your uncle, your cousin, an older sibling, a sibling that is the same age with you, right? So we have to be able to bring all our resources together. And I see, let's see, I'm taking names. Tina says she's in. So let's see who else. Victoria is talking about the problem is okay, but providing solutions should follow. So that is what we're here to talk about. What should be included in an, in, uh, an equation on solutions? What should be included? So we talked about the CPR, counseling, protecting our young people, and reporting. And we also talked about the importance of education. So when you look at this, if you're looking at it now live on Facebook or if you're checking out the replay, I will be coming back to check the comments to see what your comments are, what your thoughts are, um, what do you think um, maybe I'm not considering because I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. And I wish I had a, a magic wand to just, you know, wipe the scourge off the face of the earth. But I like what Victoria said, and I'm going to make a note, the source of the problem. So how do you get to the source of the problem to be able to solve the problem? Right? So I want to thank everyone. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for joining me as we introduce um, this new movement, as we look beyond the conversations that we're having to the Dominica Child Protection um, Society and what that will look like. And I truly hope that you will see an area where you can make a contribution. Because how can we have a society where our children are not safe? What, what sort of people are we breeding in that society? We're breeding abusers. Because if we do not protect our most vulnerable, what do you think they're going to think? They're going to think that this behavior is acceptable. And I promise you, those who are abusing our children right now, they were most likely victims because many times the victims become the perpetrators because they were somehow taught that this is acceptable behavior. So now they're going to repeat what they have learned. 
Because keep in mind, children live what they learn and they learn what they live. So this is the time to put a stop, put an end to all of this. So I want to encourage everyone and I want to thank everyone who continues to share our Facebook lives, share our YouTube lives. So I want to encourage you to share this program to see how everyone can be a part of this. And I know it seems like a mountain. It seems like quite a mountain to climb. But what did the Chinese proverb say? You conquer you a mountain. You are listening to Untapped Center. Potential with Dr. Sinope. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. So I think we can all agree that um, child abuse is certainly a problem in Dominica. And I'm hoping that through this program, we are able to just take the necessary steps to once and for all make a dent into this problem in Dominica. So as we continue along here with the program, I wanted to bring you our tip of the week because many of us are struggling now that it is halfway through the year. We are struggling with those goals that we set out for ourselves earlier this year. So I thought I would bring you this piece of information. It is actually from Maybush, that is spelled, the website is spelled M-A-Y, B as in boy, U as in umbrella, S as in Sam, C as in Charlie, H. So again, uh, Maybush is the name of the website and the name of the article is five things to do media to achieve your goals. So again, five things to do media to achieve your goals. And it starts off by saying, June marks the middle of the year, which can be an unsettling time, especially when you're an achiever. For some, the rest of the year can't come quickly enough so we can see the fruits of our efforts. For others, media can feel like the middle of a long slug without an end in sight. But as an achiever, you're geared toward accomplishing your goals and achieving success. And there are still six months left to achieve what you set out to do in January. The good news is this. Whatever has or hasn't happened so far, you can still finish the year strong. The great thing about the middle of the year is that there's still time to achieve your goals for the year. Five ways to set yourself up for a great second half year of the year. One, celebrate your wins. Start by taking a moment to reflect on and celebrate your wins so far. It's natural to think of all your shortcomings, like the things you've procrastinated on or otherwise haven't done yet, and the things you have done that haven't gone as well as you'd like. 
but that won't serve you well. So this is a great article. So I just want to kind of highlight um, some of the other pointers that they give us. So number two, appreciate the people in your life. As you look back, think about all the people who have helped you along the way. These are people who have stood by you, given you support or advice, and advocated for you. They're also people who have done the work that needed doing whether at work or at home. Be generous in acknowledging the people around you for their contributions. And above all, let them know you appreciate them and share why you do. Being specific makes it more real for both you, whereas a general thank you can seem less genuine. So I really like this article. So number three, identify your second half wins. So looking ahead to the rest of the year, think about ways to approach it with positivity. A great way to do that is to identify three wins you want to have in the second half of the year. It's another take on the idea of visualizing your success which is part of the success formula for high-performance athletes. Let's apply it to work and career as well. When you're identifying these wins, fast forward to December when you're looking back at the year and tap into what would make you feel great if you had done those things. So let's move along. Let's see. Number four is create the conditions for success. Having identified your future wins, it's then about creating the conditions for your success. This means doing the planning and preparation now to make it easy for you to execute later. Think of cooking shows where the chef has all the ingredients prepared and ready to go. The onions are already chopped and in a bowl. All the seasonings are in a small dish. The salmon fillet are cleaned and ready to go. That means that you can cook from, for the audience while looking professional and free of stress. So go ahead and create the conditions that pave the way for your success. Maybe it's simply cleaning up your workspace, your workspace or reconnecting with people you haven't connected in a while, but who could be instrumental in your next steps and vice versa. Or it could be singing, signing up for some training or arranging for coaching or mentoring that will help you hit the ground running for your next phase. And then finally, number five, Show up as your best self. The final piece of having a great second half is about you. Yes, you. That unique and extraordinary person who is about to have an awesome second half year. Think about how you want to show up in the world. Think about who you are when you're at your best. Really tap into that best version of yourself what you are doing and saying, what environment brings that out, who you are with and who are with you. Get in touch with what it would take to be your best self more 
of the time then make two lists so this is a really really good article and i would encourage you to check it out uh the website again is maybush m-a-y-b-u-s-c-h so take a look or you can simply google five things to do media to achieve your goals. So I hope you found this information valuable and you'll be able to apply it to those life goals that you set out for yourself. And I am hoping that you um, enjoyed the program because I certainly enjoy spending this time with you each and every Tuesday right here on TVN Radio. So let's come back next week at the same time, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TVN Radio for another episode of our Untapped Potential where we get powered up for the week ahead and we spend the time reminding ourselves of the important life goals that we ought to be working on and what can we do to achieve them. So again, don't forget to jump on Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 for the past podcast of all the episodes of Untapped Potential you may have missed along the way. And while you're there, remember to click on the YouTube channel link for the video portion of all our interviews. So again, pushpast10.com for all the information that you need about the program. And as we get ready to wind down the program today, I thought I would bring you one more song. Uh, this one from Colton T entitled Nastress, as we remind ourselves to always try to keep our stress levels under control in this very turbulent world that we live in. So again, thank you for being here. Remember that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day. Stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet again next week right back here on TDN Radio. You have yourself a productive week. Problem get me down No way Now lose my mind I now wear no frown No way You want me bless So me not stress Oh no Well if I says But me not stress Oh no mm-hmm. Well I and I only worry about health Cause that is my 